Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rohn and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, you'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rome and Lisa Beck. Lisa, we are, man, we're in 2019. Second week in 2019, second podcast of 2019. We're getting close to 50 podcasts. Isn't that exciting? We have almost been doing this a year. Hard to imagine. It doesn't seem like we've. Do you remember the day that we started the podcast? The best day of the year? The best day of the year. We started it on your birthday. Yes. Yes. So we'll do. So in March. For everyone out there, Carrie's birthday is March March 8th. 8th. Oh, fun fact about my birthday. I was born on my dad's birthday. I didn't know that. And my dad's an identical twin. (gasps) So my dad and my uncle and my brother's youngest, his daughter, was born on March 8th. Wow. March 8th is a really big day in so your house. So when we go down to Baton Rouge and everyone's singing and you get to the name calling out, it is just some da, 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 da. It's just <laughs> pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah. That's awesome. How about that? Well, yeah. Well, we'll have to celebrate not only your birthday, but one year of doing the Cage Vision podcast. Yes. And we just, this concept of Caged vision, Lisa. We we talk about. I, I think I read it. I forgot the book. I would reference the book. I guess we probably mentioned it in one of the original probably. podcasts. Yes. I don't know. But when I saw the term, it actually was it, the way it was written was. Oh wait, wait, wait! It was Brendan uh, Brendan Burchard's book, wasn't it? No, no, I don't know. Okay, never mind. But I'm it, sorry. It was Go ahead. About, and it was talking about this executive and the struggle with the executive, and it talking about um, that. He had his vision was caged, and then we just flipped that around. And but that vi- that concept of having a, a a vision that is caged or a caged vision, it just resonates with us so much because uh, not being able to get that out is is so frustrating to people, and it's so frustrating. So today, what we're talking about is putting your vision to work, putting your vision to work because it does. It really does no good if it stays in your head. Uh, it does no good if it stays in your head. And we'll talk about this in a little bit. It does no good if the only thing you do with it is put it on a PowerPoint. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to talk about that. Earlier in this week, Lisa Beck, I, I did a LinkedIn post that's got a lot of attention. And we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but this concept of the exercise of uh, getting this out of your head and on to something is what we'll be talking about. We're going to have some takeaways that are pretty good because it's not about just getting it down, as in writing it on a piece of paper, um, or writing it once, or writing it every day, or putting it in PowerPoint. 
it's really more than that, and it's putting it into work. So we're going to be talking about that today. So back to our uh, the roots of the podcast. And the other cool thing that I want to talk about today is this year, we are going to start to look to bring in some um, some guests to have on the podcast, uh, and we are going to we're going to be looking for individuals that specifically unlocked their caged vision. And the stories are going to be so fun. And I think that since we all learn from stories, hearing from people who have actually done it, not gotten it out of their head, unlocked it, gotten it out of their head and made it happen. I think that's going to add a whole new level of fun yeah, and education yeah, to the yeah. Cage Vision podcast. So we, we were not going to force it where there'll be an interview every week. Um, we're really going to look for those people who want to share with how they got it out of their head and into an actionable format that made them be successful. In fact, that's the point of the podcast. So that's what we'll be looking for. And if you know anyone that you think we should interview, we would love if you would email us success at cypressresources.com. Email us and say uh, podcast interviewee person, something. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and and if we would love if you connected us, and uh, assuming you know them, right? Uh, but if you're listening and you have somebody we should interview and you know them, please, please, please email us, and we'll do all the the, the legwork from there. And we look forward to it. So yeah, Lisa, let's dive right in. Let's dive right in. So as we mentioned earlier, you wrote a LinkedIn post this week. Oh my gosh! And yes. you at this point, I don't know, you're. Over 600 over views, six, Less right? than 24 hours. Over uh, 600 views. So yeah. it, it's all about the numbers and getting your strategy out of your head and the exercise. And t- just tell us okay. sort so of. So let me tell you where the idea came, came from. from for me to put. Uh, last uh, Thursday or so, I met with a healthcare executive, lives in Dallas. And we were talking about... Um, you know, I was laying out addicts, and, and I said, you know, most companies stop here. They stop with this first, there's seven steps, and most companies stop on the first step. And they do that by creating a PowerPoint presentation. It's sort of a way to communicate strategy. And so they build this PowerPoint presentation, and they put a lot of time and energy and effort into it, but then they stop there. And he says, oh, my gosh. Yeah, in fact, when I was in charge of strategy at XYZ Hospital, he said, you know, um, we we spent a lot of time. And I, and I said, what did you do after you gave the presentation? He said, oh, man, huge sigh of relief this time of year because my work was done. And I said, that's my point. That's But th- you spent so much time, energy, and effort and investment into creating that PowerPoint, and then you stopped. You you literally got to go and stopped. And that doesn't make sense to me. So then uh, uh, over the weekend, I, th- I had an idea. So, you know, I'm going to email him and ask him, hey, man, give me some numbers to this stuff because, you know, I like math. Well, you are an accountant. Yeah. 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 Um, somehow. 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 I, a T account. I can still do it. A T account is when you sort of, you know, you lay out all your different accounts and there's your debits and your credits. It is so weird 
But Maria, sometimes I'm like, hey, Maria, let's, let's, why don't we do it? If we're trying to think through something, you go back to your roots. Let's draw out a couple of T accounts, figure this thing out. A little bit of counter nerd knowledge for you. That's, you're scaring me now. Yeah, I just scared scary. myself. Yeah, that's scary. Okay, that's so a self scare. Moving on, moving you asked on. him for so I asked numbers. Him he said, "I said, um, so how much? What was how much money of the executive team? How many people were involved?" He said, "Well, the CEO plus six executives." Okay, and I said, and "How? What is the? Don't give me the exact numbers per person. Give me the average salary." Um, tell me if you know the salary of the CEO. And anyway, I took all those salaries and I added them up. It was a little bit over 1.5 million, right? So then I just did a little math. One point, the number was over 1.5. I think it was 1.55, whatever. Divide that by 2080, which is how you get your hourly rate, right? Mm -hmm. It was around 750, a little bit under. Um, and then I said, how many hours did you spend putting that PowerPoint presentation together. And he said about a hundred. And I said, so let me get this straight. You spent $75,000 putting together a PowerPoint presentation. And he said, yeah, that sounds about right. So then I went and shared it with another executive. And I said, let me tell you a story about this. And he said, oh, we spend more than that. My jaw Hit the floor, Lisa Beck. Hit the floor because I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. And here's the point. These are brilliant people. You don't get to be an executive at a large company unless your dad started the company. You don't get to be an executive <laughs> at a large company unless you're smart. So to those people, would you ever, would you ever... Put your money in an investment where somebody said, I need $75,000 from you, and there's a 90% failure rate. I'll take your check. No, you wouldn't do that. And that 90% comes from 90% of, of strategies fail to get implemented, and they fail to get implemented because they stop with a PowerPoint. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today on putting this vision, this strategy to work. How do you move forward from just putting it in a PowerPoint and then go when we're done? Yes. And expecting to things to happen without a plan. What is that saying about the unreal expect, false expectations appearing real? That's the definition of fear. Mm, false expectations appearing real. That doesn't work. Rewind. Here. Rewind. <laughs> All right. Next. So let's talk about the value in documenting what you say you want. And oh, go ahead. No, yes. 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 And, and, and beyond the PowerPoint. Beyond the PowerPoint. Because I do need to say that the the exercise of doing the PowerPoint is a good I, exercise. It's a, it's a great exercise. It helps that executive team. It's not wasted. It probably needs to be done. Just don't stop there. Have a system that you use. To put your vision to work. And we have a few ideas on something that we might do have a few ideas. But I think one of the things that um, you've said, and I want people to hear, is for vision to have legs, it has to be tied to the actions required to get the outcomes you want. And I think that's really what we're saying is if you find a system and you implement and disseminate strategy throughout your 
organization into action plans, you know, that vision, that strategy, that PowerPoint, the overview then has to be broken down into actions. Yeah. Yeah. So let me, um, I was in here yesterday with an executive and we were talking through his strategy and and we gave him Addicts, our system, and I said, "Hey, play with this software we've created, and um, here's the here's the approach. Here's how we break things down." And he said, "Man, my strategy had five objectives, so I could jump right in in each objective. I started to build out. The beauty of that is every time you build out your objective, it all maps back to the strategy. And as you break it down further, what is Oh, I'm getting a little detail here. You are getting a little Never detailed. Mind. Let's, Never mind. Let's, let's go to the whole, I, I love where you're going with this because the guy that you worked with yesterday um, in terms of oh, what yeah. he wanted, you know, I want a five-year plan. We want to, you know, the conversation you had around clearly stating the outcome that he wanted. Yes. In other words, it was too broad and vague. And and I'm going to throw my example out there and then you can carry it. But I see this all the time when I work with companies or even financial institutions where they want to grow by 10% or they want to grow by 10, 20% or, okay, well, that's not a finite number because you're, I mean, pick a revenue date. Are you picking, you want to grow 20% from where you are January 1st, or you want to grow 20% from where you are March 1st? Because those are two very different different numbers. numbers. So I think that what you're about to talk about in the conversations you had with them, I think this applies to all companies. You've got to be more specific with what you want. So, oh yeah. 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 So the, so the, the story yesterday is he, He's with a nonprofit and he said, we want to reduce um, the number. I don't know. That's OK that I can say I, their goal. Their strategy. I'm not going to say it, but I, I don't think they, he said we want to reduce the uh, the number of incident incidences, incidences by 20 percent. And, and I said, what's the number now? And he gave me, you know, call it 50,000. And he, so I said, OK, then I would rather see you say. We want to reduce it by 10,000, which is just what you just said, right? Instead of a vague 20%, um, a specific 10,000 and by a date. Now, their date was 2025. I was going to say, but then you, what I like about this is that you then were like, okay, well, if that's where you are in 2025, where do you need to be in 2023? And then where do you need to be in 2020 in order to... To hit the number in twenty twenty three, and exactly. so the way we do that in our workshops, Lisa, is that we say, um, you know, all right, if that's your twenty twenty five goal, and then you want to you want to sort of a a touch point in twenty twenty three, I believe you just referenced, to make sure that we're on point, you would say you ask yourself the question, what would have to be true at the end of twenty twenty three to know that we're on track to hit twenty twenty five. So it couldn't be that you've done five and you need to get to ten thousand. Probably not gonna happen, right? So, what systems and processes and uh, have you put in place so that you know you are on the path to get that ten thousand? You cannot expect that you're all of a sudden that it's going to take four years to build the system and then you're going to have this hockey puck. No, it's not going to happen that way. So you have to, you have to, um, and it's also not going to happen. You know, it's going to we'll do uh, twenty five hundred per year. That's not going to happen either. So be realistic and break down what are the foundational steps that you have to do first. And then based on that, 
you ought to be able to build momentum as you go. And a lot of these concepts, um, I think it was in mid-December, sitting down, showing someone addicts in our system, and we're, we're just so excited about everything we've built. And this guy named Tyler, and Tyler says, have you, um, have you read the book, Measure What Matters? And I said, no, I haven't. Downloaded an Audible, powered through it, brilliant book, uh, built out the example that he referenced in the book, built it out. It's about a professional football team. And it's such a great example. And what I love about that book, it's uh, it's all about OKRs, which are objective and key results. For us, that is, I love the attention from that the book is giving um, OKRs. For us, that's two sevenths of our process. Right. So it's a good start. It's a good start. And I'm 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 glad that it's helped companies achieve what they have. We believe there's five more steps, and they're not for you as an executive. See. Measure what matters with speaking all to the executive. What we work hard on is taking your vision and putting it to work. To do that, you, you need the to, five steps. Right. Because to simplify and grow, you must transfer what you know. And so the first two steps in the process are for the CEO to get their vision, to get that down on paper. And then the next three steps that we do is when you work collaboratively with your team. And then the last two steps is when your team goes off and and they do the work and then they come back and report to you. So I think that's important, but it's all of the measure what matters or the traction or any of those types of systems, you know, they focus on a single aspect of it. And we think the whole piece needs to be looked at. Yeah, there's so many. I had someone uh, on LinkedIn I connected with or messaged with the other day, and I messaged talking to him about the piece, the work that we do. And he said, well, actually, um, I'm a um, EOS traction, whatever. And and I thought, it's great, but we're that's not what we do. And it's hard to communicate that in, yeah. in a quick message. But we're the link between strategy, vision, and putting it to work, the work that gets done. And a lot of people just miss that. So, but, but we have some, we do have some takeaways. We do. I mean, and people listen to our podcast because they want takeaways. In fact, the other day I was driving and I saw a friend walking, I blew the horn in him. And I'm not going to mention his name, but it rhymes oh. with Schmalbert Minch. <laughs> and. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, give him a, sh- you just gave him a shout out. I gave him a shout out. But anyway, um, I think people are listening to this because, number one, they want to hopefully we'll make them laugh. Huh? I don't see how they could not laugh listening to two of us, but, you know. But they want some takeaways, right? Mm -hmm. So let's dive into the takeaways, Lisa Beck. Well, the first one is clearly state the outcomes that you want, which, you know, we've talked about that in your example. Be very specific, not 20 percent, but. You know, 10, be at ten thousand. Yes, and the, because because if you don't clearly state it, it twenty percent. You know, if it, you in the in the example you gave, is it twenty percent of January or March? So if it's just one person that's confused, imagine that through the rest of the team, everybody will be everybody's confused. confused, and every, it's twenty percent of whatever they decide is twenty percent of. Exactly, that's not going to move the needle. No, and then the second takeaway is do some math. Which you don't need T accounts. 
You don't need T accounts. But, and you may need a calculator. And you may need a calculator. But I think one of the things that I always ask people when I go and talk to them, and I know you do the same thing, is, okay, we, we need to know exactly what it costs. And so I always use the sales example, and I'll keep it easy, is that if you're a salesperson and your goal is to make $100 a day, and you know because you've tracked that on average it takes 10 people you have to talk to 10 people before you get someone to say yes to you to get that $100. Well, in reality, every one of those 10 people have value to you. So even your no's are worth $10 a no because eventually you're going to get to a yes. Well, if you know that it's $10 for every person that you talk to, then if you want to make more money, then you either have to up the amount of of value, meaning increase your commission, right? Because if it's $150 that you make, then you're going to make $12.50, whatever for every no, or you have to talk to more people. So it's a numbers game. And figuring out what that math looks like for your organization is an important piece of achieving the outcome that you want. Very good. Was that good? Yeah, it was very good. I love that because how many no's is it going to take? That's math. That's reality. Um, and, 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 and all a no is, is an objection. That has not been overcome. That has not been overcome. It is a request for additional information. Very good. Now let's tie this back to your vision. When you go to push this out to your team, when you go to put your vision to work, you will get objections, right? You will have to overcome those objections with your team. We call that defining the transformative work. If you don't do that, what are the odds that it's going to be successful? Not good. In fact, 90% are going to fail. So that's great, Lisa. Thank you. And then I think one of the most important things is you have to find a system for documentation. You have to figure out a way to track the work of strategy. Beyond a PowerPoint. Beyond a $75,000 PowerPoint. Yes. So um, what we have is a system that we've created. We've, we're going to put in the show notes a link where you can download a PDF version of what we call Addicts. It means go guide in Latin. Um, if you've got what I described earlier as, as your strategy, probably that PowerPoint, within that PowerPoint, you have your maybe three to five objectives. Perfect. Great starting point. That goes to the far left. If you need help breaking that out and sort of uh, building it out before your team, we'll do a little coaching on that, help you through that. We want to make sure that you have a system um, that is easy to use, that helps, uh, that's logical and simple. And so we want to offer that for you. If you're interested in that, hey, just reach out to us. We'd love to help. If you want continued confidence and encouragement to uh, unlock your cage vision, to get your vision to work. Keep listening. If you want it faster, shoot us a message and we'll talk about, hey, how, how could you coach me or my team through this? Hey, thanks for listening.